what is up OTS fam it is amazing to be gracing all of you with our dulcet tones today uh, amazing to be back here on the sideline guys um, I'm joined here by my guy Derek and yes, sir, yes, as sir. you all know I am Chris welcome back to the sideline guys um, it's a new year 2023 uh, so much is going on in the wide worlds of sports as always so we got a lot to cover here I'm not trying to not trying to front load all the pleasantries, but I think it's important that first and foremost, uh, we let you guys know the most important things about our book of business. And that begins with our socials. So please make sure that you follow. Most importantly, before you follow us, make sure you follow the brand at OTS Media on all platforms. No, OTS Media on all platforms. OTS Media Co. on YouTube. Is that correct? No, it's the opposite way. Uh, OTS Media Co. I, I felt so smooth. Platforms. It's all good, bro. It's all good. You heard the man. So it. make sure y'all follow me. Don't you don't get it mixed up. I got it. I already did that for y'all. So make sure you follow yes, on sir. those platforms. And then you can catch me on Twitter at Negron MMA. I'm at sitting at 474 right now. So really Let's excited go. to make that push to 500. Um, and yes, you can also catch me on Instagram at Chris Negron underscore Derek. Where can they find you? Yes, you can follow me at Derek, under, Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. And like Chris said, follow the OTS uh, uh, OTS social media platforms. Oh, my God. OTS on all social media platforms, OTS Media Co. Um, and if you are following us, like the show on, on Instagram, the sideline guys underscore OTS, we are going to shut that down. Everything that we... We're planning to do under that account. We're just going to do it under the OTS uh, uh, account. Uh, so, yeah, make sure to follow that. We got a lot of stuff that's going to be um, done on, on that page this year. So thank you guys for following. Please be patient. We are going to be doing a little bit more this year. And it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to <sighs> yes, it. So with all that being said, um, I think it's very important that before we get into any of the sports specifics that we talk about the most important story in sports right now, right? So um, Monday night, obviously, everyone knows what happened with uh, safety Darvin Hamlin and his injury on the field and still battling for his life at the moment. I, I'll say it as frank as possible because I feel like a lot of people have been taking the good news. Don't get me wrong. It is great news, but it's still not the news that we're waiting on. So just want to make that very clear. There has been... Um, really good advancements as far as um, him showing improvement in his health, but he is still on life support. So let's make that very clear. Like this is still a very dire, critical situation. He's in the ICU still. So prayers for Darvin Hamlin. First and foremost, uh, please, if there's anything you can do with donating to his foundation for the toy drive at this point, anything you can do to try to a further the cause and B just be, be a good person, right? Like this, this is, this is a moment in history that it's rare to come across. I just want to say that like, it's rare to be a part of something like this in sports. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't want that to get uh, left on the wayside as this week's schedule of games just continues to sort of roll on. So I'm really yeah. interested to see, and, and why don't we start there, right? Why don't we start there? So to, to make a very brief summary of what happened um, on Monday night, there was a play where very routine play towards the end. The ball wasn't even involved in this play, but there was a, a collision between him and T Higgins that looked like what I would say is a pretty routine 
tackle situation. Um, yeah. T. Higgins uh, on review, right? Because I obviously at this point it's watched that clip many, many different times from many different angles. Um, mm-hmm. That there was clear contact with T. Higgins' helmet to his chest. Obviously, not yeah. intentional, not anything that looked malicious or even extraordinary, right? It just looked yeah. like a regular routine play. And what, what was the scariest about it? is he gets up immediately on his own accord on his own in his own power right after the hit and then there's a big delayed reaction where he just falls back entirely and as a combat sports mm-hmm. fan this is something that I I've been talking to a lot of different people about because people weren't even noticing this but yeah. when he did fall and collapse he was out before he hit the ground there was no yeah. there was no yeah. sort of um self-defense reaction or anything like that he he immediately fell back and hit his head really significantly hard obviously you you have a helmet on so people discount that but any Mm -hmm. really the second impact syndrome is a a big cause of death when it comes to concussions in sports and i know this because and this is something i'm very passionate about as well obviously being a big combat sports fan um i think the the strangest saddest and most heartbreaking part about situations like this no matter the sport is I feel for the most part, when you look back at the tape, it isn't something where you're looking at something egregious, right? It's it, right. it usually is something routine like this play that leads to something so significant. So after literally on field had to do CPR, and then from there, still in critical condition, as I mentioned, not breathing on his own and be intubated at the moment. So I think that first and foremost, what's important to note is like, shocking stuff right as i'm watching the game i was actually talking to logic like as it was happening and i didn't see the play itself i just knew that someone was injured right on the field Mm -hmm. and i even made the joke to to logic i was like like what are we waiting for here like why why don't we like get get it going right because that's usually what happens when there is injuries like this and then he's like no like you gotta you gotta see what happened if you didn't see what happened because we're we're probably gonna be here for a while and literally um on the field ambulance had to come down and take him out because of how dire the situation was. So I think first and foremost, when, when sort of talking about initial reactions and everything, I feel like there's so much backlash and so much to talk about as far as media coverage and all these other things. But the first thing I just want to ask you on your opinion, how do you feel about the NFL and how they handled the situation live as it happened? And then Mm -hmm. how they're going about things in this week moving forward. Yeah, I um I think I think there's a lot of stuff to consider with this because I know I personally didn't even get to see it live either. I had just turned the game on. When I turned the game on, that's when the ambulance was starting to I think to come onto the field or actually it was just getting off the field. So I didn't get to, I didn't get to see that part of it. Um but once I saw the the replay, I was like, "Oh yeah, there's no way you can't you can't expect players that are that emotional to that 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 just witnessed this to get back out there just a few minutes later um, and feel comfortable that they're going to be okay because now you're you're playing with more uh, more on your mind in terms of like what you're doing, right?" And I feel like doing that was going to risk uh, further injury to other players. 
So I was glad that they decided to uh to to not play anymore. But I think that um because at first it looked a little routine because it did look that that was a routine tackle. That's a routine tackle. That's a that's a routine you know break up. You know, uh, T. Higgins going right up, trying to break through the tackle or whatever. That's that's a routine move. It's just that it was the, at the moment and the impact. Of course, we know I forgot the name of it, but we know the whole thing about it in terms of like hitting the uh, the chest uh, at the right moment to cause such a such a episode. Um, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but I I hope. That people that are blaming T. Higgins for this would stop. I, like I, I think I think that's very irresponsible and 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 not fair. That's not fair to him uh, to do that because he didn't intentionally go out and do that. That's you're you're now going down a slippery slope when you talk about intentions at that point, right? I'm pretty sure he did not think. I I, I would be willing to bet some money that he didn't. That's not what his intentions were, right? Yeah, Darwin was changing his level, right? Like and he was changing his level. It's you can't, you can't. Exp- we can't look at something in slow motion, um, and this is all sports, right? We can't look at something in slow motion and 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 uh, view it through the lens of slow motion when it's at high at high uh, rate speed, uh, high rate of speed. We can't do that. Now. There are certain things we can say, yeah, they they may have been able to do this, that, and the other, right? But at the same time, there's so many factors that go into it where you're just you, – you can't – that's a split-second decision, right? And that's what you talk to in football. Try, try to get as many yards as you can as a receiver, as a running back. Like, you're trying to get as many yards as you can get, right? That's all Higgins was doing. So, I, especially Bart Scott, I would love, I would love for ESPN – Actually, not just ESPN. I would love for for all networks that uh, discuss sports. I would love for them to actually take an evaluation of themselves after this whole thing, because there are people that are that are um, saying a lot of bad things over this <laughs> this whole thing, and 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 it's it's really starting to put a it's really making things worse. This is like you said. This is this is this is the time for everybody to come together and unite. And we we haven't seen something like this before, right? I think if I if I could really think of something that somewhat was like this was Ryan Shazier's uh, injury, where you know you started seeing everybody you know kind of pull together and everything like that. But it wasn't to this magnitude. This is on a national even global scale. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, my my initial reaction was I that that you know there's no way they're gonna be able to go back on play. I think there's been there's been a lot of things out there, and I don't know if we can have any if anything's actually confirmed or not in terms of what the league uh, initially said. But I'm assuming protocol was go ahead and continue mm-hmm. once things were cleared and and guys got a chance to warm up, right? That's protocol. That's 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 kind of you know what's kind of expected. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that the coaches came together and talked and and decided, hey, let's go back to our locker rooms and try to regroup. 
which which is at that point where they decided this is done. I don't know what's going to take place in terms of like rescheduling the game because uh, it's uh, Bengals are going against. Um, no, I think the Bills are going against the Patriots. I forgot who the Bengals are going against. My Ravens. Yep. Ravens. Okay, so like big divisional games. Are we looking to reschedule this this specific game? Because I know they've discussed it. Like it's a possibility, but like, where do you do that? How do you do that? You know. Mm-hmm. And this is why I actually just off the top, like how you felt about the NFL's response, because I. I agree with you. I don't think that at all, as far as the way the the game was suspended, was on the NFL. I think that was because of the coaches. And if it wasn't, mm-hmm. I think they would have been fine with continuing on the boat. And that that in itself really puts a bad taste in my mouth, especially when mm-hmm. you hear the way Skip Bayless and a lot of other people were reacting yes. to this and saying basically what the show goes on here. Like, well, this is a huge game. The magnitude of this game. Look at the reality of it. Right. They suspended the game. That is a big game, Mitch, and it, and it oh, yeah. determines playoff seeding. But let's look yes. at the reality of it. Does that matter at all right now? No, 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 mm-hmm. it does not. They can they can void that game and give both teams a no win or no no loss for it, and it doesn't change anything about what happened. So I think the league should really learn from this. I doubt that this is going to be a regular occurrence. We might not even see this again in our lifetimes. But mm-hmm. I think. Moving forward, man, you have to show more tact than you did. Like I, 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 I agree. I think sure. I think this was very careless and very short sighted because there's no reason why an hour after this happened and we still haven't gotten word whether or not he is alive. Frankly, right, right. Um, we're still trying to entertain whether or not we're playing this game. And I, I, I know a lot of people will hear this and be like, "Yo, you're soft. Like, why are you being soft?" That that. Bro, miss me with that shit. Like, this is oh, yeah, a fucking sure. game. I don't care about how you feel about the sanctity of it and why uh, you follow things because it's sacred. No. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is about something much bigger than a game, about someone's livelihood and their family, and all of mm-hmm. those things are being entirely discounted by when you do things like that. Even mm-hmm. if you ended up... Um, uh, postponing the game, you did it too late. Like that. That's how I feel. Oh yeah, about for it. sure. They definitely. Yeah, they they took a long time. That that made no sense. And and um, like, what if Hamlin died on the field? Hmm. What what if he did? Right. Are are you still looking to continue the game? Definitely not. Yep. No, you're not. And and I'm I'm pretty sure there would be people that would still voice their opinion and say go on, move on, play the game, right? Which is, is foul. I mean, there are people that, this is how, this is how sick we are as, as a society. Not only do you have uh, people that want to continue to watch the game itself, you have people that, you know, were uh, paying attention to their fantasy football teams. And, 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 and. and championship week, bro. Shut the fuck up. Bro. Like, I had both both uh, leagues that uh, two there are two leagues that I was in that was up for a championship that of course you know it got impacted by this. But to be honest, I didn't care that this was that that was a thing. I'm not I'm not worried about a championship. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it 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 is what it is. It is what it is. There's no way that we should be sitting here talking about fantasy football 
or or a game when a man's life is in the balance and he's still like you said he's still not in the clear oh god trust me he's not in the clear and I mean, that's what that's what bugs me out about this too like i know that they're talking about whether or not they're gonna play the the game that was postponed but hell there's a game this week like i understand yeah. the Bengals being fine with moving on but we haven't heard anything from the Bills. Like, are oh, they going to be ready to play? Like, I, I, I would assume not. Like, there's no, still no answer. No. And and that, that was another take yeah. I heard, too, on that day where people were saying, you know, like, basically, how long are we going to wait for an answer? Like, how, like, when you get the answer, how, how long are you willing to wait for that to, to continue to move on? And to me, like, that should be the last thing on anybody's mind. Like I have no issue if the bills don't play another game into the playoffs or however they feel, whether or not they play at all in the playoffs. Like I feel like they reserve the right to make those decisions. And the fact that everyone is trying to get the traveling band back on the road is, is ridiculous to me. Um, As far as NFL games in totality. And this, this may sound like a, like I'm being short-sighted as well because I just fought against it. But as far as other NFL games, I don't see an issue with that continuing. Like as far as mm-hmm. I think there's supposed to be a game tomorrow, right? So like I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, see an issue yeah. with that necessarily because it's different when you are directly impacted, right? Like even if the Bengals were to say they weren't comfortable playing, I would have respected that as well. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it's a different conversation than when you are talking specifically about the Bills. Um, yeah. So word still, I mean, it's Wednesday right now. Word still hasn't come out on the status of even that game with the Patriots or the the previous game that was postponed. Honestly, mm-hmm. I really don't care if we don't get an update on that until after Sunday. We, I really don't. We don't need a game. Just give them a tie, and move on. Mm-hmm. Just like honestly, if 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 you really want to make a big deal out of it, just give them a tie, move on with the, with with the rest of the schedule. There's, there's nothing because, like you said, you know, I can understand uh, other other games being played, um, and I mean, honestly, if you're not going to, as the league, because you're you're thinking about it more so from a business perspective, right? You're not canceling all games, like that's just that's not happening. You're not canceling all games, um, but to be completely honest. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been mad if they did. Yep, me neither. Because I don't see how like, and yeah, I'm gonna watch my Eagles play this weekend, right? But at the same time, like, I don't know how anyone can sit here and actually watch the games and enjoy it. I don't know how you do that. You know, like, like these men created a wall around Hamlin. To make sure that the cameras could not see what was going on, right? Yeah. Which much respect to them for doing that. However, the psychological impact that's going to end up having on these guys, I don't know how they continue. Mm-hmm. I really, I really don't know how they continue, at least not this season. Like you got, I really hope. And if they and do, like, honestly, even if they face up against my Ravens, I'm rooting for them, right? Like, I oh, hope that sure, doesn't sound sure. childish, but yeah, it, is, yeah. it is what it is. 
Yeah, I mean, I think at this time, like, you've got to, I think you have to do what's best for the players. And to be completely honest, they're not going to. They're not going to. But I, I do hope, I pray that, that Hamlin uh, uh, pulls through, right? Mm-hmm. But I really hope that this does open up the conversation for what, uh, like, what type of benefits that players are able to get if careers are cut short, if, you know, they have to retire for physical uh, reasons or, or mental reasons, or, you know, if they, cause I know like Brandon Brooks, uh, offensive lineman for, for the, for the Eagles, he had to retire because he was having anxiety attacks. Right. And it was caught, it was so, so heavy that he was throwing up before games. He had a, he missed games because of his anxiety being so high. Right. So, um, I hope that this actually opens up the conversation because if Hamlin died on that field, I don't know what type of compensation his family would get. He's playing on a rookie deal. You know what I'm saying? Probably like, nothing. I, I don't, probably nothing. Probably and not, good pro- faith. Pro- like I, I think people will band together the way they did, right? Yeah. Like people would band together, and I'm sure the yeah. league would do something. But yeah. there's no written rule on how that there's is. No re- Handled. Exactly, yeah. and 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 likely the the bills, you know, and this this is you know, God forbid, but likely the bills would have paid out his contract to the family, right? Um, but there has to be something in place for players that are like, and every single one of them. I don't care if you're talking about third strings. I don't care who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. If you're employed by the NFL, there has to be some type of uh, um, coverage for you and your family if something were to happen to you mm-hmm. in the it, like while playing the game, like if you're forced to retire. Ryan Shazier is a perfect example. He has not played a game since that injury, right? He had to retire. I don't think he's so, gotten uh, full faculty of his body since he since that injury. I mean, he's walking, but again. not 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 regular. Yeah, not regular. You know, I I think I really hope that they go back and and my my prediction on this and this is like far out type of thing, right? Um, I don't know when the, uh, like they're uh up for renegotiations with the NFLPA, but my assumption is that there is going to end up being a strike over this, over what happens to players. If something happens to them yeah. on the field, I'm not. We're not talking about like uh, 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 broken bones. We're not talking about like like Achilles, ACL, like tears and all. We're not talking about that. Anything. Should be included too, though. Don't get that me should wrong. be. Yeah. That should be. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about like life threatening uh, uh, injuries, right? Because we don't even know if Hamlin's gonna be able to play again. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we really don't. And that's insignificant. Whether or not he's going to be okay it, again is, it is, is the main but, story. But yeah. the point, but my point is like, you know, he's got to go and play to get the money, right? Mm-hmm. So if something were to, if, if, if he, you know, prayerfully he's able to come out of this and, and, and be whole again. But if for some reason he's not whole and has to, like he's forced into retirement, take for example, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, Tagovailoa, Boya. God, you know what I'm saying. That guy, Tua. 
he likely will have to be he will likely have to retire. So now you have you have two players in one season. There's something that's happening, right? Where they we don't know if they're going to play again. So what is the league going to do for them? That's 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 my biggest question. What will the league do for them, and how will they be able to be covered for the rest of their lives? And I don't know that they will be. Yeah. I mean, the reality of it is, how do you do that, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's an interesting conversation, and I agree. I think this is something that should be examined. And and I would say for any injury, like, fuck, fuck critical injury. Like, at the end of the day, you yeah, are yeah. out there... You, if you are robbed from the opportunity to play because you had a serious injury, whatever that may be, it's not like you decided not to show up to those games. Like, right, right, <laughs> you right, got injured right. doing the exact thing you should be entitled yeah. to some sort of compensation. So I think yeah. entirely they should look over the structure of contracts over this. I agree with you 100%. Um, as far as moving forward, I guess we still are waiting to find out what's going to happen with the league how the situation is going to shake out with the Bills game specifically or whatever the case may be. Um, I just hope once again that everyone's focus is on the most important things. And uh, mm-hmm. once again, just really hoping the best for Darvin, Fam- Darvin Hamlin and all his family. Uh, just a, sh- a terrible situation. But I think what's the, the most sobering aspect of it is that, you know, and shout out to Ryan Clark, because this is something that he said eloquently on the on the broadcast that night as well. It's like, we always talk about mm-hmm. the cliches about how these guys uh, are putting their lives on the line when they go out there. And it sucks to have to have a moment like this to say, you see, like that, that wasn't a, a cliche after all. Um, but yeah. this is the reality of what we choose to a, what, what they choose as a profession, what they tr- uh, mm-hmm. sign up for. Cause at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I'm sure that they are all aware of the, the, the risks and what they're going up against on a day to day basis. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think a lot more respect is due, Um, not just like the sanctity of the game. Don't troll these guys. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying a lot Mm -hmm. more respect is due for combat sports as well as NFL athletes that are dealing with um, literally the most high-risk professions outside of um, military, in my opinion. I don't know if you agree with that. Uh, But the fact that... um, it is also televised for the masses and something that we as spectators enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's on us to sort of do the right thing and seeing uh, Bengals and Bills fans out there and, and just the, the reaction from everyone has been very heartwarming in a space where there's been some wild fucking news in the, in the MMA that maybe we'll get into later where I saw the exact opposite where people are just being pieces of shit just to be a piece of shit and rallying behind people that do disgusting things and defending them and yeah. justifying them. I don't think that's been the case at all in the NFL with this story. So I'm really happy about that. Um, but prayers, prayers for him and his family and wishing for nothing but the best, man. This is a terrible situation. Most definitely. Most definitely. But with all that being said, I don't want to be that guy to say, well, we got to get we get, the show goes on. But at the end of the day, we do have a week of coverage and a lot of stuff to talk about in the wider world of sports. So first and foremost, I just wanted to say our picks race is here. Don't don't get it twisted. It, it's here. <laughs> um, but there's some calculations that need to be done on my end, just as far as the exact specifics. I think last time we checked in. I'm currently at a seven-point lead 
but there's about four weeks now of games that need to be inputted into this. So we will update you this in between before the playoffs next week, just so you have an idea of where our picks journey went for this season. Uh, So that's the update on that. And let's get right into week 18. So I misspoke earlier. There is no Thursday night game. It is only Saturday, Sunday because of the playoffs being next week. Um, So wow. Yeah. Crazy. I feel like the last the last four weeks of this season have just been a blur. And, I, and it's not just because we didn't make go to show, but seriously, <laughs> these last four weeks have been yeah. a blur. So cr- crazy, yeah. crazy that we're already here. But um, our first Saturday game, we have the Chiefs at the Raiders. Uh, we don't have to spend too much time on this one, right? Not at all. Not at all. The Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> and still <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be doing laps around the fucking arrowhead no 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 yeah <laughs> yeah no nah, chiefs are definitely winning this one that that's without without, without question, question they're winning this for yeah. sure for sure um so we both are going with the chiefs here anything to say about patty mahomes and his season this year or things having a, a phenomenal season i think he is He's just not the MVP, but he's having a problem uh, too. I'm loving it. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll, we could get into yeah. that. We, maybe maybe at the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, yeah. But yes, um, I, I we got the Chiefs here. We're moving on. Next up, yes, Titans at Jaguars, a divisional game that is going to determine who is coming out of this <laughs> playoff contender. <laughs> so kind of crazy. Shout out, shout out to the Jags for pulling it back big time uh, coming yeah. into this game. And obviously the Titans trying to figure out what they're doing with their quarterback situation. So this yeah. is a really interesting opportunity. Um, and honestly, I'm just going to do it, man. They were they, they played spoiler last year on this same week. I'm going with the Jags to make my prediction come true. You remember that? I remember that. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to let yeah. y'all forget either. Um, <laughs> I, I think the Jags make the playoffs, like I said, before the season. And it's just a fucking remarkable way to do it. Shout out Doug Peterson. Um the way that they pulled it together on offense, I know I had to, you know, sometimes That's you gotta, my guy. Sometimes you got to play to your co-host a little bit, you know, you got to, yeah. but um, <laughs> the way that they've been able to pull it together this season offensively yeah. specifically has been remarkable to watch. So um, going with the Jags here. And they still don't have all their pieces. Calvin Ridley comes back, comes to join them next season. That's going to be phenomenal to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going with the Jags as well. Nice. Yep. I'm going with the Jags as well. I, I the Titans, uh, you know, especially with with the whole QB thing, like who's even playing? Is it is it Malik Willis or? I, I or believe not? he's still injured, so it's gonna be a third stringer, which I don't even okay. respectfully I don't even know who that is. So. I don't know who that is either. I'm going with the Jaguars because I don't think they're gonna be able to, uh, uh, ride uh Derrick Henry to victory, so. Pause, but facts. Next up, (laughs) Ravens at Bengals. Um, I'm going to, I just want to say this real quick. I'm going to be posting another hour episode tomorrow uh, covering this game in depth with my guy Logic. So look out for that. Uh, So we'll make it brief here. I'm definitely going with the Ravens here. Um, I think talking shit the way I was gonna um, before last Monday, um, I'm not going to do, but I do think that we're going to win this game and come out um, the divisional leader at the end of the season. So that that has been my prediction for a while now. I'm going with the Ravens here, but 
Uh, dicey matchup as well, considering Lamar Jackson's status is still undetermined. Yeah, um, but you've got Huntley, man. I'm going to be completely honest. With backup QBs, I think Huntley is the best. Really? I agreed with you on that. Like, I that's something low-key I've been tooting my horn about. I think Gardner Minshew's on that list, too. But I, I think... Yeah, I think, no, he is. I, I just I, give a slight edge to, to Huntley because he's able to run. Yeah, and I, I think... I'm I'm a little torn, right? Because I'm a, I'm a big fan. I've been watching these games. I think he has underperformed, frankly, since he's gotten the spot. And I don't blame him. Got thrust into a shitty situation. It is what it is. But I've yeah. seen better performances out of him. So that's that's why yeah. I feel I feel like I'm yeah. surprised that you said that. But I agree. I, I feel like he's yeah. one of the better backups for sure. And to see him yeah. uh, rise to the occasion in the way he has, obviously, it hasn't come out to many wins at this point. I believe he's one and two as a starter. But um, Still, still serviceable quarterback play in the league. That that's far, hard to find for sure. I think I think we have the top two. Back yeah. of QBs. Very fair. Jacoby Brissett's on that list as well. Um, Tyrod Taylor's on that list as well. Teddy Bridgewater, but the and the reason why I can't put them there, I think they're up there. I just can't put them up there, up there because they're always getting hurt. Yeah, and if your backups hurt. hurt. Yeah. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going with Baltimore on this one. I think. Um, really? I think because. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you're playing in Baltimore, right? Yeah. I I I I would expect that Monday will have a slight impact on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I, th- I I I unfortunately I just think that it, it will you know um so I think because of that um. On top of playing in Baltimore, I think I think I think the Ravens can can get the get the win. It might be narrow, but I think they can get it for sure. And we'll leave it at that, yeah. just because <laughs> I'm fucking happy to hear it. I, not what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Browns at Steelers up next. Um, I don't have the standings up. I should have them up. I'm gonna pull them up right now. I don't think the Browns are in contention anymore. Right? They're out of the playoff I race. Think, I, I think they're knocked out. Yeah. So yeah, this this I think the Steelers might still have a chance though, which is yeah they do. Yep, yeah, yeah. they do. So this this game matters a lot for the Steelers. I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. to you guys. I was talking a lot of shit about this team early on this year. Um, it's kind of like yeah. so. I, I'm sure you play Black Ops Zombies, right? I, I'm sure you play Call of Duty <laughs> Zombies, right? Like yeah. I feel like this Steelers team once you have T.J. Watt on the field, like. This is when you get one of those crawlers, like when you throw a grenade at their feet. Yeah. And, and they, and, and you running around the level, you got things to do, so you're not even worried about them. But then out of nowhere, mm. you hear the zombie in the background, like, yeah, yeah. You're looking around, like, where are they? And then they start slapping your ankles, and you're stuck in the corner. Yeah. And it's embarrassing. You just got down by a, 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 a zombie with no legs. Like, that. that's what it felt like when these Steelers was turning it around initially, right? They were three and six. Mm. And literally having one, one seven out of eight since and have been doing big things defensively to keep them in games, but also been getting spectacular quarterback play from Kenny Pickett, which is amazing to see from a rookie. I yeah. think he got shit on a lot early and, and rightfully so maybe even, uh, but mm. to see him step up in a big way has been really dope. Uh, what are your thoughts on this matchup? man? No, I think they're winning for sure. 
I think I think the Steelers are winning this one. They're, they're, like, I don't, I haven't watched any of the Browns games this year. No, I'm, take that back. I may have watched one or two early in the season, but I don't. I haven't watched any, especially since Watson's been been playing. Is Miles Garrett back? Because I know he yes. was out for a while. Okay, I don't even think that matters. I just wanted to know. I think the Steelers are winning this game. <laughs> I, I still think it's it close. Wild they won last week. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. close, but it was still wild they won last week. You know Bro, what I'm saying? I was so mad. Try, once again, I'm gonna talk about this shit tomorrow too. But fuck you, logic. I was talking to this man. I, I was talking to this man, and he jinxed it. Like before, bro, we was up <laughs> six still, and they haven't even like started even remotely putting themselves in a position to win yet. And he's like, "Y'all better not lose this game." And I'm like, "There's no way that's fucking happening." Like that's the first shit I messaged him. Like, There's no way that's happening. And, and then seeing the collapse, like I literally that night, I literally cursed him out, bro. And I was, I was, I was tired of it. I was like, "Don't even fucking if you do some shit like that again." I was like, "I'm gonna be mad petty to you from now on." I was yeah. mad, bro. So shout out, shout out to the to the, to those guys. They really made a, a miraculous comeback there for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But all right, next up. You've got Vikings at the Bears. I think it's important to mention that Justin Fields will not be playing. Um, he They announced that uh, the backup is going to be starting because of an injury that he has. So not going to be able to break Lamar Jackson's uh, single-season rushing record for a quarterback. But uh, a remarkable season nonetheless. With all that being said, Vikings are going to cook him here. So Vikings. Oh, easily. Definitely. Easily. Yeah. Shout out to the Bears, though, man. Everyone likes to hate on them. And I think I was a part of that group for a long time. I kind of feel bad for him now. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of feel bad. Look, I feel bad for Justin Fields. I don't know that I feel bad for the team. I feel bad for, for Fields. Because uh, the team did some stupid stuff. I still don't know why they why they moved Robert Quinn. When I don't think they needed to. I mean, it was great for us, right? But I don't think they needed to move Quinn. Like if you you kind of send in mixed signals, you trade for Clay uh Claypool and then you trade away Quinn at the same time. So it's like, what are you actually, what are you accomplishing? That's a lateral and move. And Smith too. It's less than a lateral Smith move. Yeah. That's yeah. No. Yeah. So you're taking you're taking more steps back. I mean, you're already behind everybody. But you're taking more steps back. You take a half Smith. step forward because Chase Claypool ain't even a full step forward in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's I don't know what they're doing, but I hope I've said this before. I hope. The very moment that Fields becomes a, a free agent, I hope he takes the first plane out of Chicago. Yep, and gets as big a contract as possible guaranteed to do it. I agree. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. hey, I don't blame Lamar Jackson for sitting this season out, especially with the way he got injured and everything. I think that's even yeah. more leverage. So especially as a quarterback that plays that way, like get your, get your money, mm-hmm. bro. Get, get your money and yeah. get out of there. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Like you're seeing, you're seeing the impact of these type of quarterbacks uh, in the league right now, right? Lamar Jackson, uh, 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 Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. You, you see Jones. how they play. <laughs> look, look, hey, hey! I promise you, if you look at the side by side with him and Justin, he does Justin right. listen, hit between him and and listen to this. Believe me or not. I swear, look up Jalen Hurts' numbers and look up Daniel Jones' numbers and put them next to each other. They're more similar than you think. I swear to you. Yeah, I don't consider him that kind of quarterback, though. So I, don't, I couldn't care less what his numbers say. <laughs> he, he, he ain't that QB. He don't right? pass the eye but test. He, he does not. I mean, that I'm still pissed we gave up, I think, like 80 yards to him on a run 
and as slow as he runs, like that pissed me off, man. That's like, why would you do that? But um, when you have these type of quarterbacks, you need to have a an offensive line that can hold up extremely well for them, so it disguises the 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 the, the run. Right, you're going to pass or you're going to run, right? And I think Jalen Hurts definitely has the best one best line to be able to do that. But I think if Lamar ends up staying, that's the whole like whatever picks y'all got this for this this year, it's gotta be all offensive line or 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 trade for uh you know picks to get someone in there. For you sure. know, like I think you have to do that. So that's why I'm saying Justin Fields needs to get out of there because he doesn't have a line to run like that. Can you imagine if he was running behind Philly's line? Do we have two thousand yards? Forty nine is line. <laughs> you know, what I'm yeah. it's like like if he just had a line there, like he would he would he'd be phenomenal. Like I, he would probably be one of the front runners in the, in the MVP conversation. Yeah. That dude is no, I, he probably would. He probably would. I mean, not not in Chicago. I'm just saying, like yeah, yeah. other teams with that mean. type of line. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. I so, agree. Yeah. He's that kind of player. Shout out to him, yeah. man. That that dude's a dog, but he's not even playing. So next up, we got uh, a game that we are not sure is even happening. Uh, so do you even want to give a prediction on this, or do we just move on? Which Patriots one? Patriots Bills. Uh, yeah, we might. Uh, yeah, we're just going to yeah. move on. Next Let's game, on. we have Jets versus Dolphins. Bro. Why does this feel closer than it needs to be? <laughs> I think because both teams are still trying to get in the playoffs, right? Like that—that that has to be the reason. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, where is it being played? Miami. I'm gonna give it to the Dolphins because the Jets are already eliminated. But actually, no. Who's that QB? It ain't Bridgewater's Teddy. not playing. Yeah, somebody else. This is a third string nightmare right now. I feel like I'm doing a terrible job. I don't have these things up right now. Uh, let me tell you right now. QB, boom. Uh, Scholar Thompson. <laughs> no, and they signed Mike Glennon. So. Oh, good luck. Not sure what's happening here. <laughs> I might go for the upset. I think the Jets might win this, and they don't even need to. They're already eliminated. Oh, they are. I thought they were still vying as well. No, yeah, they're. I think there's. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, I'm picking the Jets to be a spoiler here. Yeah, I Let's think. Do it. I think it's. Yeah, you have to because like you, who's throwing the ball? Like you're not. You can continue, if, and that's for Miami. I'm talking about, but like, Sauce Gardner is gonna eat. I don't think I've he ever heard get... anyone talk about a, a cornerback like that. That's interesting. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 but he might. <laughs> he might score two right. touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> two pick sixes and 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 three three or four interceptions uh, total. <laughs> <laughs> Just make him the default best corner in the league on this last yeah. week of the season. Just do it. Yeah. Oh man, too bad fantasy doesn't count this week because. Ooh, yeah, that Jets defense went Jesus. crazy. Hey, yeah. I don't, I, I can't remember the comedian. I feel like an asshole just stealing people's jokes on air. Uh, but one of my favorite storylines about uh, this team is how 
he was like Robert Sala and how the irony of an Egyptian uh, coach being the thing that turns the Jets' fortunes around. <laughs> a Muslim Egyptian is the one who turned the fortunes around of the Jets. Uh, but they still have a long way to go. Uh, still got a lot of things to figure out, but promising stuff this season, nonetheless. Uh, yeah, next up, for sure. <laughs> Bucks at Falcons in Atlanta. You're, you're going to be able to smell the 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 hot dogs right, right out right out your house of this game. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Bucks already have the division locked up, right? That is a good question. Uh, yes, yes. So you think they I mean, technically back? Saints could win and they could lose. Oh, okay. But no, but th- you're right because the Bucks hold the tiebreaker anyway, so it wouldn't even matter. Yeah, Bucks, the Bucks locked it up. So you think the the they might sit some people? I hope not. But Mike Evans went off last week. Who knows? Tom Brady's arms probably hurting a little. The fact that they even are making the playoffs is kind of crazy, to be honest. Weird. It's weird, but it, t- it's, it tells you enough that you need to know about that division. Oh yeah. Um. Sure. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers because I don't see why I need to go with the, the Falcons right now. I feel that. I'm doing the same thing. It, it kind of feels like a trap, though, like, as it I does. type it in. It right? does. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, is, like, it, does. it doesn't even make sense that it does, but it does. We'll see. Um, yeah. Panthers at Saints, another game that is – I'm picking the Panthers in this one for no good reason other than uh, they've been playing the spoiler lately. <laughs> so why not, right? Yeah, I mean, you might not even be playing your starters this week for either team. Yeah. Because what are you playing for? I'm going to go Carolina as well. I love when I, I love when I, even if you don't admit it, even if it's not the truth, I just love feeling like I enticed you to do something a little bit, you know? <laughs> just just a little bit. Uh, Texans at Colts up next, another game that is entirely irrelevant. What are your thoughts? Very irrelevant. Who's the QB for the Colts this week? Is it Matt Ryan again? No. Nope. Is he back up? It's the it's the <laughs> other dude. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> He's lacing him up this week, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, where are they playing? Damn, you caught me off guard. In Indiana. I don't know. I feel like the Texans can win this one. And I don't know why. I mean, anything could happen. I don't know why. Anything could happen. Anything can happen. But yeah, Pierce is out for the season, so I'm going to go the Colts. Yeah, Taylor's out too. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go for nobody <laughs> being in the stands on this game. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm picking the Colts here, but it doesn't matter. So You're going Texans or Colts? Matter. I don't even remember. I'll go Colts. Yeah, I'll go right, Colts. Right. Sorry. What happened with, with Foles, though? Is he okay? I believe he is still injured. I don't know exact, the exact he's injury. Definitely I think injured. it was a shoulder, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Oh, I'll tell you in a sec. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he, he got <clears throat> injured on that play by uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. And no, no word about on that? his status yet. What did you think about that celebration after the hit? I think it's worse when you find out he's injured, right? I think yeah. 
I think it's a routine celebration, and I think no player should ever feel like they shouldn't celebrate when they do something as spectacular as that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always been a fan of um, not calling those unsportsmanlike conduct calls, even if it, it does get kind of dicey. It was over the top, but I don't I don't find too much fault in it personally. I don't. I actually didn't have a problem with the snow angels, but when you went over and did the the you know go to sleep celebration after you saw he was hurt. And what are you playing that, for I'm as well, right? That. Like this isn't a division yeah. game. No, they weren't not. anywhere close to playoff. That's not how you knocked them out of the playoffs by doing that. So yeah. Yeah, so I, I I don't I don't know that that's that was just weird. It was weird. Yeah, I, I've I've done much worse for le- lesser accomplishments. So I, no, I, <laughs> I ain't I'm too saying, sad. But the, the whole go to sleep thing. I think the the the, the snow angels or whatever. That's right after the hit. You know, I get that. It's just the the go to sleep thing. I I felt that was that was next level. And who yeah, knows, right? There could have been stuff happening on the sideline that we're not aware of that led to that. Who knows? But um, the optics of it, I agree, aren't good. But at the same time, I feel like to a certain extent, there is room for mind games like that in sports. Whether or not you like it, mm. not you specifically, but as a, yeah, as a yeah. whole, whether or not you like it, that is a part of the game. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the magnitude of other instances like what happened with um, number three last week, like this changes the way we think about everything. Like I, 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 sure. I fully believe that. So um, I get sure. your point as well. Um, yeah. Next up Cardinals at Niners. Look, Hawkins ain't oh, playing. McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> The Cardinals have no chance. They have no hope. Yeah. They have no hope. But let me ask you this. I, I kind of thought of a, of a, of a trade scenario um, earlier. What if, what if the Steelers decided to trade for Hopkins? Because it, it's rumored that Hopkins is on the market mm. after the season. What if they decide to go get Hopkins? What would they be giving up? In this hypothetical, I don't know. That's 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 the biggest part of it, but my guess would be like a first round pick or something like that, and maybe a player. Yes, I have someone. Just want to make sure I'm not saying his name incorrectly. Give me one second. Um, ah, I hate when I have to do this on air. Sorry. I know uh, it's all Benny, good. It's all good. Benny Snell. Send over Benny Snell and a pick, who is one of their backup running backs. I, it starts to make sense. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it'll definitely help the Steelers for sure. I mean, the, the Cardinals probably mm-hmm. aren't going to be anywhere near contention for a couple years at this point with the way things got reset this year. Uh, but who knows? Crazier shit's happened, right? Who knows? Maybe maybe, yeah. the, maybe Cliff Kingsbury's gone and they turned things around in a weird way. We'll see. But um, I think that definitely benefits the, the Steelers big time. Um, but for yeah. the Cardinals, it has to be just a reset push, which I don't think betting on the Steelers being bad is a good idea, frankly. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a reason why I said at the beginning of the season, I thought every team in the AF, uh, AFC North was going to make it to the playoffs just because I yeah. think they're that consistently good. Obviously, it ended up not being the case, but 
Um, betting against the Steelers doing well doesn't sound like a, too good of an idea for me. So I don't know. Might be some better options out there to explore. Yeah, yeah. Next up, Cowboys at Commanders. Uh, probably your favorite game to talk about this week. Just the in the mud championships. Could <laughs> not less about this game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing a third string QB in, in Washington. They ain't, they ain't doing nothing. They're already out of they're already out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Cowboys Cooper, are winning this. Put Cooper Rush in there by the second quarter. The red rocket. I agree. Let's get it, I, let's get it going. I agree. I agree. I, I don't think they should play Dak, but um who knows? Rain. I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm going with the Cowboys too. I don't know how. I don't even know how with Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke they win this game. Yeah, that's a that's a very fair point. Uh, Rams so, yep. at Seahawks, a fun game that actually means something. <laughs> Shout out my boy Baker, baby, <laughs> out here doing the damn thing. Hey, Baker looks good, bro. Thank Baker you. looks good. Thank you. That that means a Baker lot to me. Good. But that's Baker in in Los Angeles, not Carolina. Do you think there's some white lightning involved? <laughs> I got major Johnny Manziel vibes. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I I, I, I don't know. Are these are they even in? Are they they are they they're in the playoff picture already, right? Or are they not? Rams no. Seahawks they need yeah. this to 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 get in. Oh, Seahawks are definitely winning this game. Like they're not allowing this to get out of hand. But the kind Rams, of been sucking not... the last couple of weeks. I'm not gonna lie, they have, they have, they have. But I think when you have everything on the line, I think you're gonna make that that, that last push for sure. Yeah. All right. So yeah, so. I'm going. I'm going Seahawks too. I just want Geno in the playoffs, baby. That's 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 a that's a storyline we need. Comeback player of the year? Uh, ten times out of ten, even though there's no comeback. Get some better fucking awards, just, NFL. Just in your that? opinion. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in your opinion, is he your... Oh, for sure. I've been I've been riding that train all year. What about you? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Phenomenal. I think, I mean, he resurrected his career. For sure. To be honest. So, yeah. I think when it comes to actually considering what the award is about, I think Joey Bosa's on that list too. But hey. Mm-hmm. Shit. Sometimes would, the, would, the awards yeah. don't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would put uh, Brandon Graham on that list too. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Yep. Towards ACL, now he's got uh, last year, but he's back. I think with ten sacks this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, <clears throat> Giants at your Eagles. How excited for you for this game are you? I shouldn't be excited. You know why? Why? Because they should have had this thing locked up two weeks ago. Yeah, but, I agree. I agree on that. But the reason why we didn't is because the MVP wasn't playing. Hmm. And I think I think that uh, you put him out there Sorry, I got this week. Indigestion. Oh, I thought. <laughs> oh, that statement. You yeah, scared yeah, the hell out of me with that, bro. <laughs> I was about to say, what is going on here? He's like, um, not again. Not again. <laughs> 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 oh. 
Oh my god. But no, I I think um the system will be back in place. That's Jalen Hurts' nickname now. The system. He is really system. wow. He is a system. I, I don't I, think, I don't like that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I think I think it's perfect for him. <laughs> I think I think it's I think when you're talking about like in like the grand scheme of nicknames, it's not the best one, right? It's it's not the best one. But when you look at him and the 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 ridicule that's been upon him all season, right? And and his dynamic play, I don't see how you could call him anything else but the system. On, he bro. is the system. Come on, bro. I got he you one right now system. off the dome, bro. Off the What's dome. That? Because this What's doesn't that? happen often in in, in in anything else but combat sports. Give me a name. Catch this. Give me a name that isn't even at the front. Usually nicknames at the front. Give me Jalen Hurts feelings. Give me Jalen Hurts feelings, baby. Oh. That's that's what I need right there. Oh man, come on. That's actually that'd be nice. That'd, that's that'd tough, be nice. bro. That's that'd a, be nice. We could, we could run like a but, whole NWA movement off of that. <laughs> but you could. But marketability, marketability. I think the system works a little better. In terms of being for the white to... folks in Philly, got you, got you, got you, got you. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Oh my God, no! But look, Michael Parsons said he was a system quarterback. Mm-hmm. Chris Sims said that that uh, you put Gardner Minshew in there, and there's still this dynamic team. Which honestly, this is not all on Minshew. The 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 the, the two losses, those are not all on him. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's on coaching as well. But Lane Johnson's been out. And then we've also had uh uh some guys that have been injured in the secondary, uh, that are coming back. But I think um you put Jalen back in that in that in on that team, the system. He's the MVP. They get this win. There's no doubts about it. I like that. I like that. So let's let's go. We're both going Eagles here, right? Yes, sir. Next up, Chargers at Broncos. Uh, I don't think we need to talk about this too much. Chargers <laughs> are winning this one, but <laughs> are they? <laughs> Even anywhere... though I think that. No, I was gonna say, are they? Yeah, they're they're definitely getting a, a wild card spot for sure. I think. Yeah, I think so. I. I I just I think at the same time as, as much ridicule as Wilson has gotten this season, I don't think that all of it is deserved to be on him. Mm-hmm. Coaching had a lot to do with it. I think if they retool next year, they might be a little bit better than they should be a little bit better than what they've been this year. Mm-hmm. But they're not winning this game. There's no way they're winning this game. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you 100 percent of going with the Chargers here. Uh, Lions at Packers, a fun game to close the season for Ooh. the division. Best game at night, Sunday night, beautiful. That's a rough one. <sighs> Give me the Lions, baby. Lions and Jags make the playoffs oh, no. on the last week of the season. After everything I've been through, after after Damn. everyone has pointed to the beginning predictions and said how stupid I was, let's go. That's that's what I need in my life. Yeah. Now the storyline would be phenomenal. I think. Um, um, we're seeing what we were talking about last year, right? You know how you and I were talking about the Lions last year and we were saying they're not their record? 
they're just not their record. They had a horrible record last year, but they're not their record, right? I could see the Lions winning this game. Bro. I could see it. I could see it. Listen, it's very rare. I'm going with them. It's very rare that two white men are the leaders of your pass rush. But I love watching I love watching the Lions defense go to work, man. Shout out Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, shout out the Blonde Mamba. Just doing the damn thing. Like, I, I really feel like their defense is so slept on considering how good and fun their offense is. Uh, so, yeah. and, and I just love to see Aaron Rodgers in the, in the dirt, right? So, my oh, question man. to you is, after this game, win or lose, is 2023-2024 season the beginning of the Jordan Love era? In Green Bay? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, They paid him how much? Too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not, you're not trading Aaron Rodgers away, right? They might make him. I, I don't know. I mean, look, look. I, <laughs> I think Jordan Love leaves Green Bay, and I think he either battles for a, a backup position or is a starter somewhere else next year. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. So who are you picking in this game? Detroit. Nice. All right. Detroit. I'm going with the Lions. We did it, baby. That's week 18 in the books. Really looking forward. Um, I'm going to have us pencil in our answer to the game, whether or not it happens or not, just so we have it. Uh, but once again, uh, please keep the right things in mind as we move forward in this NFL season and whether or not um, – these games even even get played. Uh, keep yeah. your head keep your head in the right place. That's all I gotta say, NFL wise. Uh, but yeah. there's been a lot going on in the NBA world that I think it's important for us to cover. And when it comes to MVP conversations, I mean, we already got into it a little on the NFL MVP. Um, yeah. That's the only thing I want to talk about right now because there's so many things yeah. to talk about as far as standings, as far as everything else, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is also fun to consider. But I think it's important to ask the question right now, at this point of the NBA season, who is your MVP and why? Um, I have uh, hmm. Tatum's been my MVP. He's been my MVP. But I think uh, and of course he is. If you're talking about well, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the battle to me is only between him and Jokic. Really? I, like, yeah, I don't... Why is that? Look, standings... I know everybody wants to... When has no, that no, ever no. mattered for them? No, no, no. I, I, I understand that. But if you're asking me what I think about the MVP, I think it should be the best player that's on the best team. Right now, the top two teams, East and West, Boston and Denver. And they're, Jokic and Tatum are 1-1 against each other this year. They're split. So I, like, I, I can't... Tatum has beaten every other MVP candidate. 
If I'm not mistaken, I think Jokic has as well, or he's close to it. So, right now, it's Tatum and then Jokic. But I think Jokic closed the gap a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think I think with the slump that Boston's experiencing right now, I'm not mad at switching it to Jokic Tatum. Um, but if you're looking at just individual in uh, play and impact on the team, that's why I have Tatum still at one, Jokic at two. Okay, that's very fair. I personally am not going to be doing the whole records is the most important thing. I think. There's a level of eye test that goes into this. And now mm-hmm. I agree with you that both of the players that you named are on that level and deserve to be in this conversation. First of all, I just want to say the, the fact that there's so many people in this conversation this year is what makes the yeah. N- NBA so fucking fun. If you ask me, this yeah. is a much better product than the NFL across the board. <laughs> like, across the for board. Sure. For sure. So much, even middle of the road teams are, are so fun to watch. So, yeah. once again, can't say enough good things, but at this point, man, you gotta go with Luka Doncic. You can't. You can't go against Luka here. And I don't care. Call me a homer. Call me. Call me the thick white boy on the show that has to, uh, <laughs> ha- has to make the representation. Look, I think the numbers speak for themselves. Obviously, Jokic has similar numbers as far as basically averaging a triple double. But basically, averaging a triple double in like thirty four points <laughs> is like ridiculous, astronomical shit. Like if Westbrook was able to win MVP that year. And he doesn't win MVP this year. Like, in my opinion, it's just a, it's just a sham. Um, and it's not just, like, numbers are numbers, so numbers are fun. Like, he, he elevated his game in a way that I didn't think was possible, considering how well he was already doing. Um, so I know that they're, they're obviously, I think, sitting at fourth right now in the standing. So that plays a factor where everyone's sort of discounting him for that. But I think even on those two other teams as far as the Celtics and the and the Nuggets he plays a bigger role for the Mavs I, I genuinely believe that he has less support than those other players oh, for sure. what? For and, sure. and and is asked to do more on a nightly basis than those other two players and I think that should be counted for and I think just if this is sustainable right and I don't know what it is but if, if he finishes out the season anywhere near his numbers right now and he doesn't get MVP, like, I'm riding. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. And I get why standings matter. I get it. But when you're watching these games, respectfully, I love Jason Tatum. And I always make the argument for those people. I've been here this last two years saying he's a top five player. Mm-hmm. I'm on that mm-hmm. side of the field. I, but when you're watching these games, there's nobody as unstoppable as Luka Doncic has been, in my opinion. So uh, I'm I'm really excited to see how everything shakes out and whether or not it is sustainable. I think Shea is still in this conversation, even though um, obviously the Thunder are not going to be in a, in a prime position to win anything this year. Um, I mm. think his play has been out of this world. I think Donovan Mitchell deserves some credit as well. Um, obviously, just had a 71-point game the other day. I had to check my uh, glasses to make sure I wasn't seeing shit when I saw that notification come up. Um, yeah. All of this just speaks to how fun the NBA is right now. So, please, if you're not watching on a regular basis, uh, get it before it's too late. Because it's not even the All-Star break. And this is one of the, my favorite seasons in recent years that I can remember. No, it's, it's, it's close. It's close for sure. That's, that's why, like, I'm not even discounting, you know, like, anybody's order. I just think that 
for me, MVP means like not only what you're doing, like what you're averaging out there on the court, but also how you lead your team to to win as much as possible, right? And while Luca has the numbers, the the right now today. <laughs> That's not. That's not. It's not impacted their their wins as much as the other guys have. Bro, they're twenty two and sixteen. Like, <laughs> they're a couple games out of first place. They're, like, they're, I get that. I get. And that. they have and a worse roster than any of those teams. I, I, look, no, I look. I get the argument. I I get the argument. I want to argue with but, you. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's all good because you're actually making Chris Robinson's argument too, um, from um, uh, Everyday Genius. But I think um, for me, it's just about the standings, your impact. Um, defensively, Tatum and Jokic are better defenders than 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 uh, than Doncic. So it's like your impact on the court. It's more than just scoring. I, I like I can't I can't just look at scoring and say oh yeah you're the, because you're scoring more in, in in this window of space like that means you're the you're the best player. We like you just said, uh, Shea Gilders say uh, Shea Alexander. I cannot speak today. My God, but uh, he's not he's not going to be considered MVP at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? But he has the numbers to say he he should be in the conversation. I agree with you. He he he. If you look at his impact, he should be in the conversation, but he's not going to be because what wins also matter in that conversation. I think the only reason why Westbrook won that year is because he actually tri- he he averaged triple double, yep. and that's not been done. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like that that's that's not been done. So like. That's the only reason why I think, like as as well as as Luca has been playing this year, he's a phenomenal basketball player. But Tatum and Jokic play both sides of the ball, and they they play at a high rate too. Like it's not like that's the key word high rate. Because I'm gonna be clear, I don't think Luca is the liability that he once was on defense. I think he's not. He's gotten better. Still, there's still, yeah, there's room yeah. for improvement. 100. percent I agree with you on everything you said. I think I think both of those guys deserve the credit when it comes to that uh, part of the game. 100. Um, percent But there has been improvements. That's why I, I got a oh, I got a sure. plant flag here. <laughs> no, I, and I don't mean to discount him in any way, shape, or form. But I like those guys are just too. better. They're better defenders. They're just better sure. defenders. Sure. So when when and when you're playing both ends of the court playing at an MVP level, to me, that means something, right? Yep. Like, I would almost, I would, I think I would even put Embiid above uh, Luka. I might I might have it Tatum, Jokic, Embiid, Luka. Yep. Or, ah, and then Giannis. I forgot about Giannis. <sighs> right now, my top three. I'm going to just give you my top three. That's, that's Tatum, Jokic, uh, Luka. And, and, um... And like I said, I could put Embiid above him. Yeah, so maybe I'll put Tatum. Yeah, Tatum, Jokic, Embiid, then then Luca. 
No matter what, I don't matter who. I don't care who wins as long as it's not Jokic. Respectfully, you can't have a three time. Oh no, no, he can't. He's not gonna be. He can't be three time. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Even if he deserves it, it's not gonna happen, right? Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't think. I don't think so. Especially if you look. I, this is the reason why I think that at least the MVP award should be given at the end of the playoffs, because what you do in the playoffs matters, right? And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that you have to get a championship to be considered MVP. But let's say, let's say that that uh, the Nuggets can't get to the finals. They get to the Western Conference Finals, but they get knocked out for for whatever reason. And then the Celtics make it to the to the finals, right? To me, I think that like where they end their season should be what edges that that candidate over the other candidate. That's interesting. Yeah, kind of like that, that. That's 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 where I think because the the MVP conversation just being a regular uh, season award, I've never enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I've never enjoyed that because you could have said LeBron was the MVP for every year he's his played. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have you literally could have said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I think playoffs should count as well. Given that theory, do you do you think Steph Curry would have been the MVP last year? Yeah. For sure, I agree. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to hurt you there, and I didn't. I'm surprised. No, it didn't hurt me. <laughs> it didn't. I kind of wanted to. <laughs> nah, nah, because I mean he played at a ridiculous level. level, even before the playoffs. I agree, 100. percent Yeah, he was just he was just insane. So yeah, I, I it, with that theory, yeah, he should have definitely won MVP. So low key under the radar storylines on the NBA before we get out of here. Anything stick out to mm-hmm. you that? Has been exciting, shocking, surprising, all the above, and anything you want to mention? Ooh, um, I'm not going to talk about my team. Uh, let me, let me, let me not talk about the Celtics. Uh, I would say, ooh, that's a good question. I think the Nuggets being first right now in the West is is very intriguing. I think the fact that um you know you have the Clippers out there that are playing a little bit better than what they were playing at the beginning of the season. Um but the Nuggets playing just at that high that high level over there. Mm-hmm. I think coming into the going into the playoffs it's going to be hard to knock them off. Mm-hmm. I could actually see it being Boston and Denver in the finals. I could see that. I do. I think it's going to happen. No, because I think I think it's going to end up being. Um, it likely could be the Clippers that come out the West. Mm-hmm. But Denver is playing at a much higher level than I think a lot of people expected them to. For sure. You know. I'm- Another team that's on that short list has to be the Pelicans, man. Like the Pelicans too, insane. yeah, insane and yeah. and really caught me off guard because I obviously you're a fan of some of these guys and you expect them to make a leap, but didn't expect mm-hmm. them as a team. Not even like their stars have been really healthy to make it happen the last couple of weeks, and they've still been consistently winning and keeping pace, yeah. basically at that first seed spot. I think they're one game behind Denver right now, so that's insane. Yeah, but my my number one. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm gonna let you. Oh, no, I was gonna say Zion's out for like three or four weeks. I think though, with the hand. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So and he has gonna, been that's out. Hurt. Bi has been out as well, and they've still somehow been winning a ton of games. So 
that that's a yeah. team to keep your eye on for sure. And then my my number one, my th- listen, uh, we've made a <laughs> I was going to say living, but we've made significant uh spent significant time on this show shitting on the Nets. Jock motherfucking Vaughn, put some respect on his name because the fact that Bro. they have won 12 straight and are in second place right now in the East after mm-hmm. all the shit that we talked rightfully show about their roster and about their capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love to see good things happening for Jock Vaughn and that team, even though we were, we will shit on this team still. I would um, say rightfully so, though, because like, it's not like they've proven us wrong. <laughs> I, think, I think at this point they have, though. And it's not because of the roster. It's because of the coaching. And that was your main point. So that that that, that coming to light is really points. interesting. That was one that was one of the biggest points, but I also think it comes down to the roster as well. Because not only was it coaching, but it was the fact that they, they moved on from Jared Allen or uh uh Karis Avert. You know what I'm saying? Like like I think it had those guys been there, I don't know that they would have had as much trouble. In the first place, you mean like before yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. I don't know that's they would have had much trouble. I just feel like at this point, like even though we definitely harp on that and it makes a lot of sense, but at this point, what are we two, three years removed from that? Like at this point, mm. I, I honestly, I'm shocked at the fact that they've been able to do this well, and I don't think it's sustainable. But I think if by the it's end not. of the season, if by the end of the season they're still in the upper half of the East, that is remarkable. After where we started the season, this season, yeah, that is remarkable yeah. for sure. Uh, so shout yeah, out Jock Vaughn, not wishing him nothing but the best. And then my final thing, uh, just dancing, doing the jig over here on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, what the fuck is the plan here? What was the plan? And <laughs> make it make sense. That's that's all I gotta say. Make <laughs> it make sense. <laughs> I I think the plan was to win, and that ain't what they do for sure. <laughs> that was never going to happen. Like, I think they gave up way too much. Mm-hmm. They just gave up way too much. I mean, I understand. I understand the reason why they did what they did, but I don't understand why they did what they did at the same yeah. time. Like that move just made no sense to me. So very fair. Yeah, uh, I don't even know where they're sitting in the standings right now, but I don't. I don't expect them to be. If they get into the playoffs, I don't expect them to get past the first round. For sure, or out of the fucking plan. Yeah, or they're in plan. 11th. They're sitting at 11th right now behind the Jazz. So, Oh, good luck. Because the Jazz aren't staying there. <laughs> <laughs> the Jazz aren't staying there. But, yeah, good luck. I, I mean, that front office needs to be revamped. If they don't get anything done this year, if they can't even make it to the playoffs this year after making that trade, that, that front office needs to go. No matter what happens, I just hope that Pat Bev doesn't somehow take credit for this team being in the mud. Next up. Oh, he's going to. He's going to. <laughs> you know that. Fucking <laughs> Pat Bev. Oh, man. Um, is there any other New Year storylines or anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here, brother? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, uh, I think we hit on all the points that we wanted to make. All right. Well, now, here's where... I start airing out the block, right? Two yes, stories sir. that I think are very significant in the MMA landscape. Let's start with the most significant, in my opinion, which is scary stuff. And I still don't think 
the reality of it is fully understood. Uh, Phil Baroni, do you know who that is? First of all, I gotta ask. The name sounds familiar. Yes. But not from head. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Not many people do. So, very niche uh, person, but a, a UFC and uh, Pride veteran uh, was arrested over the weekend. Well, not over the weekend, sorry. Two days ago now um, for murdering his girlfriend in Mexico. Um, and this is oh. a terrifying um, situation, obviously. He was in Mexico, I believe, training to fight for an organization called Combache. I hope I'm not making that up, but I'm pretty sure that is the case. Um, but just a terrifying situation, obviously. I'm not sure I understand. The reality of, did you hear that? Yeah. Sorry, my Mac, <laughs> my, 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 my male Siri just trying to figure out what's going on here. Um, <laughs> no, just a, a fucking wild situation. Apparently the story is um, she told him that, he was, that she was cheating. Um, the altercation got physical. He admitted to throwing her in the bathtub, and then she passed away there. That was his story. Um, there was significant um, photos that, that you can see, if you're interested, um, nope. of um, his hands. You can see the level of trauma on his hands from what he did. Um, I hope he gets the book, regardless of how, how it looks, what it is, the circumstance. Um, yeah. I hope he gets whatever he is he has coming to him for that. That's shocking stuff and just horrifying, terrible stuff that you never want to hear, especially tied to situations like this. Given that he has been directly affected a hundred percent by his time competing, I think the amount of times he's been knocked out says that. Before you even find out about something like this, so um, just a devastating story all over that really puts a black eye on the sport. Um, on top of <laughs> Another terrifying storyline we have, but I, I just want to say first and foremost, um, mental health is very real. And there were many signs leading up to this that he was not okay. And I think there's only so much family and other people can do in situations like this, which is what makes this kind of even more scary of a situation. But um, I don't know how to stop this. I don't know how to change this. I don't know how to monitor this. Um, but I think really if people in your life are showing signs of not being right, not being who they who they once were in any capacity. I think mm -hmm. you need to speak out and really try to make an impact as soon as you can because you don't know how far these things can go. And the last position you want to be in is looking back and saying, man, I wish I could have done something more. Um, so just a horrible situation, wishing nothing best to the victim's family and everything that they are ha having to deal with on this terrible uh, fallout of what's going on. Wishing nothing but negative things on him and his future. Obviously, just a fucking scum of the earth. Uh, but we move on from that to, say, go from one domestic violence in issue to another. Um, Dana White, which, have you heard about this? I want to ask you first. Have you heard? I, I heard... I heard something. I didn't get to uh, read the article. Mm -hmm. about so, it, but yeah, it is disturbing for many reasons. I'm going to try to break this down as fast as I can. But the video of itself is jarring, obviously. Um, the, the story is, and I want to be very specific about this because I think it's important. The story is um, they're drunk on New Year's Eve in Mexico, partying, whatever. Um, the 
video altercation starts with his wife looking very distressed. At, at one point, he comes over to her and, like, sort of grabs her hands. I don't know what he was restraining her for, what he was trying to do. Obviously, I wasn't there. Um, but after that, she retaliated by slapping him. And then Dana retaliated by slapping her multiple times um, and ended up having to be separated from her. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say once again, there is no excuse. There is no explanation. There is no, I shouldn't have done that. When it comes to stuff like this, um, you really need to, you really need to be careful on how A, you choose to respond and B, how we as a society allow people to exist when they make the wrong choice. And now I say that because obviously he retaliated and hit his wife multiple times. And mm -hmm. the story initially out of TMZ and other um, news organizations that broke it isn't even the fact that it happened. It's Dana White apologizes for X, Y, and Z before the video even came out. So let me make this very clear why that's significant. TMZ is very clearly in bed with the parent company for the UFC, Endeavor. On top of that, mm. the TMZ has shilled for the UFC on multiple occasions already. So there's a pre-existing relationship here. When have you ever seen a TMZ clip where they bring in the celebrity doing something fucked up and allow them to rectify themselves before we get to make an opinion on the fucking video. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't be more transparent, right? You can't be more transparent about how in bed you are with this person. ESPN's coverage of this is not what happened. It is Dana White apologizes for what happened. Do I think anything is going to happen to him? Do you think anything is going to happen to him? No, 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 no. I think when, when you're... <laughs> I want to be very clear when I say this, too. When, when, when you're a white male with money, you're not going to be held to the same standard as everybody else. It's just, it, that's just, that's just, that's just the bottom line of it. So, Dana White, I think the coverage of it shows you how, how biased uh, things are as well. But I think Dana needs to, needs to feel this. I think he needs to, uh, there, there's no way, and I don't know how you, because it's almost like when you're talking about like the NFL team, right? Like, how do you force an owner, a team owner, to either sell a team or, or you know, step out of a specific position, right? I don't know how you force Dana to 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 step aside, but he needs to be step. He needs to step aside, dude. I don't and know how you do it though. Yeah, and absolutely nothing is going to happen. I bet, I'm willing no, to bet money. No. He's going to be there on the 14th, which is the first event of this sure. year, and rallying the troops as if nothing happened. I, yeah. listen, I pray that somebody, and shout out, I'm going to pull up his name as I talk here, because I think this is important. There's someone actually, one of the very few verified Twitter users who is following your boy. So I got I to gotta mention that. Uh, but there is, <laughs> there's so many reporters in the sport 
um, that have made it clear that they're not willing to do certain things. Um, mm. He has said, and I'm going to pull up his name. Sorry, I'm being uh, vague about this. But he has said, I'm going to absolutely be asking Dana White questions about this. And I think that is important because yeah. I think the coverage yeah. and journalism in MMA, unfortunately, is not up to snuff when it comes to other sports and their willingness to be blunt and really address the issues mm. in the room. I think someone needs to address this publicly because the parent company is not willing to do it. Um, mm -hmm. Even news outlets, to a certain extent, is not willing to do it. Um, so please put him on the hot seat as often as possible. I hope fighters come out and say something about this because the amount of rants that he has about fighters committing domestic violence instances. I retweeted hey. a quote. I retweeted a quote. Let me just let me just read this word for word because I think this is the best quote um, in the fallout of this that I've seen that really reminds me of just how much of a fucking idiot this guy is um, for doing this as well. Um, there's one thing that you never bounce back from, and that's putting your hands on a woman. Been that way in the UFC since we started here. You don't bounce mm -hmm. back from putting your hands on a woman, period. 2014. 2014, yeah. this was said. So once again, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I think... The fact that he's white, the fact that he has all this money and all this status um, is going to change the way he is consequenced about this. I hope it, it doesn't, but it will. And it's already been shown mm -hmm. that that's going to happen. Oh, I yeah. personally yeah. want to ask you, if this was Roger Goodell, if this was Adam Silver, mm -hmm. this is a much bigger story, right? Like, this oh, is sure. not... For sure. But that's that's also because, like, the team owners would probably end up voting that voting Goodell or Silver out of position. Mm. I don't know how you vote Dana out of position. Like that's that's the difference here. I don't know how you get him out of position because for as much as as a rant as he went on with with John Jones mm -hmm. for anything that he did for as much of a rant that he went on with, I mean, he really didn't even go in on Conor McGregor as much as he should have gone in on, on Conor when uh when when he did that whole thing at the bar. But for Conor, for for John Jones, for um, God, who was who was someone else that that got into uh some issues as well? Um, oh, BJ Penn. Yep. Brawling out let's, there at the lava shack. Keep, yeah. Keep that. Let's keep that same energy. Let's keep that same energy. I think when you're talking about, and this and this is another issue that I have with society in general, but when you're talking about protecting women, you cannot be selective with it. Mm -hmm. Should she have put her hands on him? No. But that is, that's, that's not an excuse or reason for him to put his hands on her and multiple times on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot... You cannot say that you're you're for protecting women and doing everything you can to not protect them. Definitely. You just can't do that. You can't do that. And it's so, it's just so yeah. tasteless, bro. Like, I, and and please, I encourage you watch the TMZ interview. It sounds like he's oh, at a fucking UFC press conference. Like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, this fucked up shit happens. Me and her apologize, and uh, we're we're great. I hope we move forward well. Like, li literally. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are y'all allowing this? And you know what the fucking follow up question was from those guys? I don't even know their fucking names, but the the main TMZ reporters that are always asking questions. You know what their main follow up was? What do you? 
do you even remember that night or what happened? Where how, were you drunk? That was the only fucking question I'm, that they asked him. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Was this was this uh, what's his name? Howard. Yeah, of course, the founder and the guy with the dreads. I don't know yeah. either of their names. The guy the locks. I was going to ask you about him yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Idiots, bro. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Can you be more blatantly obvious? If this was anyone else, he they wouldn't have been on the show. They would have been airing. Oh, no, 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 no. The whole panel would have been airing him out. He needs to be fired. All this shit. Yeah. It leaves yeah. such not a bad taste not in my mouth. On the show. Oh. Not only would he have not been on the show if he were black, but this would have been bigger news. We've been fired already. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd have been let go. Like it's, it's no like you see what what happened with uh with. And it's not the same thing in terms of like the actual action, but like Ime Udoka or TJ Holmes from NBC. Wow, right? yeah. Like immediate action is uh, is going against them. And some could even that, say unjust. Yeah. However you want to put it, but it was immediately done. I don't know how you do this with someone that is the the boss. I don't know how you do that. I think you force them I mean, to that, sell. That might the same be the way you do everyone else. Force them to sell. That might be the stakeholders, though. The shareholders. That might be them. That might be on them. But even at that, I'm pretty sure that he has them in their pocket, his pockets. So I don't 100%. know how you do it. I don't 100%. know how you do it. I don't, I don't see it changing. I think he's going to continue to be the commissioner. I doubt yeah, this sure. is going to be a fucking blip on the radar. But ESPN, you yeah. should be ashamed of yourselves. I don't care. I've been, I've been wanting you guys to cover this sport for years. Cover the fucking mm-hmm. sport. Because... If if you're not covering this, if you're not if you're not making this the fucking story that it deserves to be, not because I'm trying to be a white knight. That that's another thing that that blows my mind about this. The amount of I had this is the first time, first time the twi- Twitter trolls have gotten to me, and and literally oh, cool. have tried to air me out. And the best part about it is, homie got ratioed, and I didn't even respond. Other people responded for me, and he got ratioed. Yeah. But literally, yeah. the white knights are out doing everything they can to try to justify. He, she hit him first. You, you shouldn't. One of the fighters. Oh man, I, I I'm a, such a big fan of his. But I, at this point, I could care less whether or not he wins ever again. Jamal Hill. I'm gonna say him by name. Huge prospect. Big fan of him. You know what this man said? If you if you don't want to get hit, you don't hit people. Period. Hashtag real as it gets. Like you're a fucking idiot, bro. Like I don't this care. This is the reason why social media just is just trash. Everybody's had a voice, and and not that people shouldn't have a voice, but when everybody's able to just voice their opinion so haphazardly, like I, I'm I'm at, I'm at the point where I I really would love if if social media was more uh, um, mm, controlled. You know how you can't say certain things on the radio because of FCC, or you can't say certain things on TV because of FCC. That should be the, the the social media should be the exact same way. Should be the exact same way. You should not be able to say certain things on social media and get away with it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 has to me that's that's that has consequences to it. Should because if he's re- is is he a fighter that that fights in the UFC? He's fighting for a title in a couple weeks. That's the reason why. That's the reason why. Yep. You know, you want to be on Dana White's. You want to be on Dana White's good side. And speaking of, there was one more significant person that that uh, spoke out about this. His name is Derek Brunson. 
and he fought someone oh. that was also yes. having I don't know if you remember this he fought someone that was also having um domestic violence issues and he wore a shirt that says I uh I beat up domestic abusers and sold the shirt and is out here yes. defending Dana White everyone deserves a second chance he did bro all respect yeah, is lost see. bro all respect I, is lost y'all are some dick riders on god and I don't I don't care I really don't care Nah, that that sh- that shouldn't be that shouldn't be that shouldn't be because I and, and and look, I don't have a problem with with uh um ridiculing people who need to be ridiculed, right? But keep that same energy because when you do the same, when you do that, like if I did something wrong, I'd expect for you and every and and others to call me out on it. I expect that. I've called so many people out. Not only on this show, but on social media, right? So, it, it, God forbid, I were to do something at some point. You have this clip, play it. You know what I'm saying? Because because I should be held accountable for for uh, uh for my actions. Especially if you're talking about like hitting a woman, like what you you can't do that. You can't do that. Like I th- I would expect that most guys at this point would be like you know what like especially in 2023 <laughs> if you get slapped by a woman like think through it fuck think through it secure the bag king that's assault you gonna get that's your assault. bread like <laughs> that's assault <laughs> but that's what I'm saying like, think through it you don't there's no reason you should be putting your hand on a woman yep. the only look the only time something like that should even be plausible is if you're defending your life if you're in fear for your safety that's the only way it's like okay gloves off right in my opinion like if you're really if you're really in fear for your life if, if someone's like there's like, a knife a there's a gun whatever, yeah a, yeah something like that if 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 that's the case then you gotta do what you gotta do to, to survive but when you're someone when you're in that position where, where, where as a man a woman if a woman assaults you there's no way. And you talking about just like a slap or something like that? There's no way. There's no way. Keep your hands to yourself, bro. No justification. There's no, there's, there's no justification for it. I like I no, there's none. Walk and he away. himself, Dana White himself, has said the same exact thing. And please, once again, check out the TMZ interview because the first thing he says I is I have said this many times and now I'm here on TMZ talking about it. And that doesn't get a yeah. follow-up question, my guy? Like, disgusted, disgusted by the coverage of this. Yeah. And I really hope that, once again, asking for accountability in MMA in 2023 is like, I'm, I, I, the definition of insanity, right? That I, sh- yeah. Yeah. I, I should not be surprised, but I, I'm really yeah. floored that this is, this is the man that so many choose to rally behind. And shout out to Ariel Hawani because obviously he's been in a feud with Dana White for many years. And every single oh, yeah. report today that come out from any outlet, any outlet that reported anything, he retweeted it. And then at the end of him retweeting all those different clips, he put out that uh that coach speech where he's like, "They are who we thought they were," and and yeah. really <laughs> like that is the yeah. best uh thing that I've seen this entire thing because obviously I've been firm on the idea that Dana White is. Uh, the scum of the earth already. And as a fan yeah. of the UFC, that's a tough pill to swallow. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, kick him out of there. Make fucking Cormier the 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 commissioner, and I'm sure he'll do a, he'll do a great job uh, taking that torch and running with it. Cause he he already is a such a shill anyway. So <laughs> he's already captain UFC. <laughs> um, you might yeah. as well just elevate him, and then you have an actual storied um, athlete from your organization that is Someone running your that organization. Knows what that can that can run the organization from the fighter's perspective. And I don't even think he will. But from a closer perspective than Dana White was, at yeah. least. Yeah. At least, at least you'd have someone that's but at least you would have someone that is actually like that's fighting for the fighters. That's my sure. point. He 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 would be fighting for the fighters, unlike Dana. I've heard him say some shit that I don't even know if that'll be the case. I think he might still be about the bottom line and all that stuff. But lesser of two evils. Le- lesser sure. of two evils, for sure. right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm exhausted. I, just, I think Jerry. he would do a better job. Take us home. Me too. <laughs> Take us home, brother. Well, listen, thank you guys for watching, uh, for listening. If you're, if, you're, uh, if you're listening, please, uh, if you have not done so yet, hit that subscribe button wherever you're, your platform you're listening to us on. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, notification bell uh, for whenever we post anything up. Uh, you get the, you'll be the first to know what's what's coming out. Um, again, follow uh, OTS Media Co. All social media platforms. Uh, the sideline guys will have a bigger uh, impact and presence uh, this year, and we promise you guys that um, this is the first of, of of many for this year. So please be on the lookout for more. Uh, and thank you guys for watching and listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.